Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. It is 10.08 on Sunday, October 29th. Welcome to the huddle. Dave Schwartz along with Pete Nigerian and Josh Wheeler sitting in the producer chair today as Charlie is off this week. Great to have you with us on a very, very fall, almost feeling like winter uh, day here in Minnesota, Pete. Uh, but we start this morning with uh, another Gopher football win. A, a, you know, I'll say a good half of winning. The first half was tough. Uh, the second half was considerably better. We have discovered that, and and this just, I, I swear this hit me over the side of my head last night as I was i was just looking a little bit yesterday afternoon at the game. And Jordan Newbitt goes for over 200 yards, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And we keep having these consistent running back performances and keep saying how great these running backs are. And they're so talented. And are they going to stay to NIL and all this other stuff? And the one thing that I don't think gets enough credit through all this Pete and I feel like you're going to agree with me on this is for the most part the only thing that's what's changing in these great running back performances is the running back themselves the constant uh-huh. denominator here is the offensive line and and their run block and I was I went back and I watched some of the highlights this morning and I'm watching these running plays where Jordan Newbin is getting you know 10 15 yards at a clip and I noticed a couple things one Jordan Newbin is good he does not – he's, to me, he's not amazing. His speed is mm-hmm. average. He's a very strong runner. But what I did notice with almost every running play is the gopher offensive line knocking these defenders back by a yard or two every time they engage. And mm-hmm. so what I don't understand, and, and, and I feel like I, there's a reason for it, which I'll, I, I can talk about in a second, but this idea that, that you know, maybe – Minnesota has one of the more underrated offensive lines in the Big Ten because mm-hmm. they're putting together these amazing running back performances, and the running back keeps changing. I think you're exactly right, Dave. I think it's a great analysis, and the reality is either we have the deepest set of running backs in the history of the planet or <laughs> that offensive line doesn't get enough credit, and I think it's easy to see. It's the offensive line. And, and you know, we do a great job of, of bringing in even more blockers when we bring in those big tight ends that we've got. And that pushes the field a little bit wider. Now, let's remember, Michigan State is, is a team that's just spiraling. They, they still Correct. have yet to have a win in Big Ten play. So uh, we don't want to get too far in front of ourselves. But I think the reality is, and what you're saying is, uh, that we can run the football on just about anybody. And I think that's the case. And I think that and you and I have talked about this, it comes down to the effectiveness of the coaching just as much as the playing. What I mean by that is 
why force the pass if you don't have to? If you can run the ball, and we've talked about this many times in the past as well, over the last couple of years at least, we've talked about we are a run-first team, and for some reason we just don't want to do that. And I think, you know, I've always used the expression, take what they give you. And what they give you is the opportunity to run the football with a very good offensive line. And we had 50 rushing attempts yesterday, 5-0. That's big. I, I think in, when I look back in the past, it seems to me that when we carry the ball 40, 50 times, we're probably having a great opportunity to win the game. Doesn't mean it locks it up, but we have a great opportunity to, to, to have a great game. It also helps out, you know, Ethan Kalikmanis a lot because – if yeah. you looked at what he did yesterday, how about some of the passes that he made? He threw for a couple hundred yards, and Daniel Jackson's turning into maybe one of the best receivers in the entire Big Ten. I mean, he certainly looks incredibly good. He's another 120-yard game for him, and we only threw the ball 14 times. Well, you know, it makes it a lot easier for the quarterback when they, when they see run, 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 and then we throw the ball. Right. <laughs> and, it, right. And, and I think that's something that, that is missing. And, and, you know, oftentimes people, you know, we talk about ego all the time. And I think sometimes coaches' egos get in their way. And, and they've got to step aside and allow to be the team that we are. We're a run-first team. We've got a giant offensive line. We've got great tackles. I think we've got a very, very solid guy at center. I think we've done well with the guards and all those tight ends that we throw in there as well to help block. If we can start like that, we have a great opportunity to put ourselves into position towards the end of the game to win the football game. And that's exactly what we did yesterday. And it was that fourth quarter where we really just iced it. And we, we made sure that we were the better team. We closed out strong. I, um, it, it, interestingly enough that you brought up Ethan Kalik, Manis, and I, I feel like we talk about him every week, which <laughs> is kind of, you know, that's the position. That, that's kind of the way it happens. He's a quarterback. Um, he's a quarterback, right? That, that's, you, you get the good and you get the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm still as as bullish as I was on him to start the season. Mm-hmm. I I don't I'm not there anymore, and and I I always and I'll I'll, I'll pre- preface this because I always hesitate to rip a college kid. I I just don't mm-hmm. think, and and I know he's big time college D one scholarships NIL. He's basically professional, and and so mm-hmm. you know that's the way it goes. But I I. I don't like uh, just just kind of piling on a college kid. But mm-hmm. that being said, I, I, to me, Ethan Kaliak Manis is is so polarizing because there are times where he looks incredible, where he makes beautiful throws and 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 really just um, very confident throws. There were a couple yesterday mm-hmm. where he's fitting it in a really tight window, and and when he does that. It's it really looks like fantastic, Ethan Kalik Manis, uh-huh. but I think there's times where he doubts himself too much, and I and we've talked about this. I I put that blame back on the coaching staff because there's been plenty of opportunity to get this kid reps to get him confident, and, and he's not getting it all the time. But I noticed yesterday, and I kept watching when he's getting when he was getting sacked or when he was uh, underthrowing because there were a couple times where he underthrew a receiver, uh, which I thought he he had him in stride, no problem. If you count that, and I, and I sit there, and I'm a nerd, so I sit there and I count. Okay, one, <laughs> two, three. For how long does he is he back there? And Pete, you know this. If you're staying in the pocket and not releasing the ball after mm-hmm. by three to four seconds, that you're done. And there yeah. were a couple of times where I was got to five, and I'm like, okay, 
he's having he, he doesn't either either and now this is what we don't know is it his wide receivers not getting to their spot where they need to be or or is he just not confident in all the time because the throws that he made that were really really good yesterday if you noticed they were quick they were yep. done they were a snap back look look boom and and it was it was very obvious to me that it, the longer he holds on to the ball the higher the probability is that something bad is going to happen mm-hmm yeah well, I think you know you, you you use the word confidence, and I think that's exactly what he lacks right now. Still, and he had a good game yesterday. It wasn't great, but it was certainly a good game. He had an interception, and he wasn't perfect, like you were saying. And he holds the ball. I think he's holding the ball because he's scared now to throw the interception, and that's yes. that lack of confidence. But that's where the coaches have to step in, and they have to see what you were just saying. You saw, which is, hey, look. Tell Ethan what he needs to do is get back into the pocket and, and make his first read only yes. maybe a second read. Don't go yes. around and try to see everybody. And, and, and that will give him more confidence, and he won't throw his, you know, the interceptions and so forth. And I think, I think that's something that really does matter. By the way, uh, we always talk about these running backs at the University of Minnesota, and we certainly have some great ones. Uh, did you get a chance to see Bucky Irvin yesterday for Oregon? I mean, I that's didn't. another golden gopher. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> I heard about it, though. I think we have a combination, Dave. I mean, I, I, we're, we're both giving the offensive line all the credit. I think that we should give them a lot of credit, but I think we also should look and say, we do have really good running backs. We do have people who can carry the football pretty well, so whether it's Sean Tyler or whether it's Newman or, or you know, formerly yeah. Bucky Irvin, whomever. They've done a great job with that. I give, I give PJ and the coaching staff an amazing amount of credit for going out and finding those great running backs. Well, let's uh, let's give out the numbers here because I also want to talk about uh, how the rest of their Big Ten schedule looks this year, Pete, because I still think while the Gophers could be bowl eligible, I still think, and you and I both would probably agree on this, that while the Big Ten West is, is up for the taking, it's not going to be a, a cakewalk based on either their schedule or the other team's schedules uh, and what they have to end the season. So we can talk about that next. We're also taking your phone calls, as always, on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. How are you feeling about the win yesterday? Let's be honest, it's it's not – this was a win that, that always should have been a win. Um, I think I was more disappointed after the first half than I was excited after the second half that they pulled it off because it should have been done. It, it shouldn't have even been hard, Pete. You said it. This is a Nebraska, this is a uh, Michigan State team that is that is spiraling out of control. They are they are not the Michigan State teams uh, of a couple years ago. So we'll talk a little more college football coming up next, and we'll also talk about the the predicament that the committee has trying to find the top four, trying to pick the top four teams for the first college football playoff poll this week. We'll talk about all that and more. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCC. Welcome back to The Huddle. Uh, Pete, When I, I, I instantly, like a lot of Gopher fans today, started quickly looking at schedules to try to figure out if there's a chance that they, the Gophers might still win uh, the, the Big Ten West. And their schedule is certainly favorable yep. right purdue illinois ohio state wisconsin that's that's their last four uh nebraska has michigan state maryland wisconsin and iowa iowa has northwestern rutgers illinois and nebraska um it, it, I'll, I'll start by qualifying this as this is the still this even if they win the big 10 west somehow 
it's still disappointing. This, yeah. and I think we talked about this last week. You know, when you look at some of the miscues and losses, uh, we'll always point back to the Northwestern game um, mm-hmm. and, and what that did for the season. And it's going to go down as one of the worst losses of the PJ Fleck era until the next time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's going to mar a season that I think should have been a Big Ten West title season for, for this team, even with the injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. Even you know the running game has been there, so I I guess it I hate the whole scoreboard watching thing, but there really isn't any other choice at this point to wait and see what other teams around the Gophers in the West do. Right? I mean that's that's really it. Yeah, absolutely. And and let's uh, just revisit for one second the Iowa game last week with that punt return. Uh, you know, I, Dave, I keep watching that thing, and they keep showing it places. And, and I know that you or I are on different sides on this one because I think you're more on the side that looked like a fair catch, and I'm still on the side of uh, I don't know that I agree. But in any case. Um, no, uh, I wasn't on that side. I'm agree- I agree with you. It was not oh, a fair catch. Oh, oh, I oh, said, oh, well, okay. I said it was. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You finish first, and then I'll go. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. But in, in any case, we've got Iowa, right? They're 6-2. and two. They just cannot. They don't have no offense whatsoever. It's just amazing to watch that team, and they've, they really have to just wait it out because they have a good defense. I think the one thing about the Gophers this year that we don't talk enough about is how good our defense really has played. Now, of course, Michigan was not very good. That was a bit of a debacle. And, the, and as you said, I mean, when you get to that Northwestern game, a lot of that gets put on a lot of people's shoulders, probably the whole team, really, quite frankly, just to allow that to happen, and as, as well as the coaches. But here's something that I'll bet you, you and I, if we go back, mm-hmm. we're lucky we played Nebraska when we did. Yes. <laughs> Nebraska's 5-1 and one in the last six games, and they had an ugly loss. The one loss that they had was to Michigan, just like we had. But their defense is actually looking a little bit like the old days of the black shirts. They're giving up. 11 points a game in the last five of the five wins that they had. So there are teams in this West now that's going to be a bit of a battle. And when you look at Wisconsin, they played Ohio state pretty well till about the fourth quarter. Um, Iowa just doesn't have offense. There's ourselves. And then you got Nebraska hovering around at five and three. So it makes the big 10 West look pretty interesting. And, and if Northwestern can keep winning, they're starting to make it look like it wasn't as bad a team as, as we all thought they were. So, yeah. you know, they're four and four now. It, it, I'm not trying to say that these guys are all great and they're, they're unbelievable programs. I'm just saying that, you know, when I, we're lucky we played people when we did because I think the West is getting a little bit better each week. Yeah. And it, Wisconsin will not be a cakewalk for us. We've got, you know, when I'm looking at that schedule like you are, Wisconsin, Ohio State, those are two tough ones. Purdue, Illinois, those should be wins. But will they be? be? I mean, you still got to get out there and win, right? <laughs> yeah, and Brett Bielema has a pretty dang good record against uh, the Gophers. Let's not forget that one either. He does. Very, he does, very good sure. record. Uh, we we will get Pete on Halloween night to sp- uh, in, in addition to the mountains of candy um, that I will steal from my children. I am super excited about the college football playoff top four being announced because I'm really, really interested to see how this works because you've got four teams now, right, that are that are undefeated at the top. Am I am I right? Um, You've got Ohio State. uh, Oh, you lost. Sorry. Um, Hang on. I lost my I lost what I had. Uh, But you've got you've got four teams that are undefeated now. You've got Ohio Mm -hmm. State. You've got Florida State. You've got Michigan. You've got Georgia. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone is saying it Georgia's going to stay at the top. Michigan's number two. Florida State three and Ohio State four. Washington is in there at a, undefeated mm-hmm. at five. Who is your top four? If if you were if you were the committee and you were the <laughs> judge, jury, and executioner of the committee, uh, who is your top four for the college football playoff? I got to be honest with you. I think it's really difficult um, because there are some teams that are not playing as well as they were. Washington's definitely one of them. O- Oklahoma obviously got that loss. Um, okay. Right now, I think my the eye test for me is Michigan is the best team I've seen all year. So yeah. I would put Michigan number one, but it doesn't matter what's the ranking. You know, we'll, we'll do the four. I think Georgia has shown us that when they have to show up, they're they're still Georgia. Ohio State, they're going to have to play Michigan at some point, obviously, but um, they sure look pretty good most of the time. But they haven't looked great this year, in my opinion, but they are undefeated, and they've done a good job. Florida State is the one that's probably that makes the most sense. I'll tell you what, peeking in from the outside, though, that Oregon team, I know they lost to Washington, and I've already dismissed Washington, even though they're undefeated. But yeah. there's something about that team and how they play. And, you know, there was a lot of play calling in that game where you and I were kind of questioning it. Everybody was about some of the fourth downs and so forth. But I, I, I love that coach. And the way they took care of business against Utah yesterday uh, makes me think that that team, if anybody slips in front of them, that team definitely deserves a shot. Yeah. Bo Nix had two forty-eight and two touchdowns uh, in in that game. Former, or f- I should say, future Vikings quarterback Bo Nix. I'm just crossing my fingers. Uh-oh. I'm just crossing my fingers. Uh, Josh, we haven't heard from you yet today. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what is your college football top four? Well, I've been kind of trying to wipe away the tears of my Sooners losing yesterday to Kansas. Oh, um, it's it's been a tough 24 hours, but I'm just going to put this out there as well. Oklahoma has made the college football playoff in the past a couple of times, actually, with one loss. So, uh, mm-hmm. albeit it is to Kansas, I don't know. I, I it's very slim that they'll make it, but. I can definitely see Texas being kind of maybe a wild card favorite to make it in the top four if they continue to play. They are playing the way they are playing because uh, if you have OU and Texas in the Big Twelve uh, championship game and Texas wins, I honestly would maybe consider them being on the like right on the cusp of being sure. fi- five and four. But I definitely see it being kind of kind of as is. I I don't think Florida State is going to be able to sustain their spot in the top four. I just I don't know. I don't. I feel like a couple of these teams are just kind of teeter-tottering in that area where you you still got a lot of football left to play where it could completely go down one side of the hill or the other. And I just think Washington might hop over them. It'll be pretty much Washington and Texas, and everybody else above them is a for sure lock. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, maybe uh, their, their game against Notre Dame was uh, – uh, t- an interesting finish, if you will. It kind of made me question what they uh, wh- where they're going to stand at the end of the season. But uh, I definitely see the top uh, top two teams staying the same, and then it's a battle for three and four. Honestly, this comes down to one of my favorite topics, and I'll we'll leave this here for now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll this grenade out and pull the pin and run away. Um, this comes down to SEC versus Big Ten football, right? Mm-hmm. It does. This comes down to what conference is tougher to win in, the SEC or the Big Ten? And so that's what I think this will come. That's what that the, the top team, which will likely be Georgia, because I am of the thought, and I'll take heat for this. That's fine. When it comes to sheer talent of football, overall, the entire body of the conference, the SEC is a tougher conference to play in 
than the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to roll that out there and let it explode. <laughs> let people get mad. Feel free to call us, text us, do whatever you'd like, 651-461-9226. It's the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Uh, we'll take your calls and text later on in the show, but we're going to have the fast break. That's coming up next. You're listening to 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.